Welcome to episode 299 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I am joining once again from Dorawal country. And I am Melissa Ellis and I'm coming to you from Wurundjeri country. And 299, Mel. Who would have thought this little podcast would get to 299? Are we not um, getting excited a week too early, Ollie? Shouldn't it be next week? <laughs> We're getting excited at 300. Well, it's all arbitrary, isn't it? But nonetheless, <laughs> it's a big number. You're just getting excited because of the 99, because what you've got to do this week. Mm. I did listen back to a little bit of a previous episode over the weekend just for a bit of inspiration. I'm so glad you did that. (laughs) Getting in tune. Well, I'm not sure that's the right terminology, Mel, (laughs) but (laughs) I am referring, for those who may not have followed that link, to episode 99 of the back catalogue. And uh, if you haven't listened, please do yourself a favour. Go and have a listen. Yes, everybody go and listen to episode 99. Yes, pause this episode right now. Go and listen to that one. Come back. We'll wait for you and be sure to listen right to the end. It's an audio feast. (laughs) Yes, but how are you, Mel? I'm good. I'm pumping. There's been so much excitement in Parkrun Australia comms over the last few days, Ollie. Here in Australia, we've just had the Parkrun Ambassadors Conference. Uh, What do they call it? APAC. APAC, yeah. Asia Pacific Australian, I don't know, what does it stand for? little help from the crowd there. Didn't yeah, didn't make out what the was suggestion Bambi. was though, sorry. Yeah, Bambi, <laughs> you say that again, please. <laughs> Asia-Pacific Australia Conference, APAC. Let's go with that. I've got no idea, so I'm in your hands, yes. <laughs> so many adventurers were represented at conference And so my feed has been flooded with all the photos and all the excitement and all the media, and it has been fabulous. Yeah. Completely flooded what I did this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, nonetheless, nonetheless. Um, And and before we continue, it stands for Asia Pacific, the A for Asia, the the PAC for Pacific. Um, Thank you, Dr. Google. What did I say? Didn't I say Asia Pacific Australia Conference? No, just Asia Pacific. APAC stands for Just Asia Pacific. Oh, okay. But nonetheless, it was the conference. Um, I think we're saying the same thing, Mel. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Sure. But nonetheless, you did have a little bit of an adventure at the weekend. What did you get up to? Well, I did, Ollie. I went to event four of Frank Keenan Reserve Park Run in Yarrawonga, as I mentioned at the end of the pod last week. Yarrawonga is a border town on the Murray River with Mawela being on the New South Wales side. It was just over a three-hour drive from home, so I elected to do the stupid o'clock drive, leaving home at about 4 a.m., I arrived to discover some other adventurers also milling around and we all anxiously wondered if we were in the right spot as there was no event team to be seen. It's very unnerving, Ollie, when you're at a park run and uh, time's ticking away and there's no event team. I imagine there's that direct correlation to the amount of effort and time and expense potentially that you've invested into getting there. (laughs) Yes, but I I had faith. Like, I'm a believer. I had faith that they would be there. Um, Frank Keenan is an out-and-back course. It's on gravel and it's quite flat. 
I was running solo for the first time in a few months, so I was giving it my best effort and happy, albeit surprised, with my eighth placing and an average pace with a six in front of it. Nice work, Mel. Yeah, yeah. well, that's that's a quick time for me in the last couple of months. Mm. The course runs along Lake Mulwala, starting at the Yarrawonga Yacht Club. The Yarrawonga Weir is the largest of the 16 weirs on the Murray River, and Yarrawonga is located 280 kilometres northeast of Melbourne via the Hume Freeway. Yarrawonga was the name given to a local pastoral station in 1842. The term is probably a yorta-yorta Aboriginal word, meaning either place where the Wonga pigeon rested or water running over rocks. After park run, I didn't hang around for brunch, but instead fueled up and headed home again as there was things I needed to get home for. It's a no small trip, Mel. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's a a big morning. Yeah. How did you feel? I was going to say, how did you feel after the park run? But also importantly, how did you feel after the drive back, after the park run, after the drive there? It was a big day. I was excited because when I got there, I did strike up a conversation with another park runner standing around. Her name was Sarah and we chatted a bit and it wasn't until the event actually started that I said, oh, hi, my name's Mel, what's your name? And discovered that she's actually a listener. So that was really cool. So it was nice to meet Sarah. Hi, Sarah. And uh, she was standing there in a purple volunteer shirt. Oh, very nice. It sounds like a really positive morning. It absolutely was. And when I say that we were nervous that the event team weren't there, they did turn up in time for the event to start and everything went absolutely fine. There was no issues. The course was all set up. So it was just that... As we arrived, the event team was actually out on course, marking the course. So that explains them being not... At the area. Yeah. Correct. Well, um, very impressive. So that was me ticking off Frank Keenan Reserve and, uh, yeah, very happy for that for my 155th different event, I think. I don't know, something like that. But, Ollie, how was your parkrun day? Well, I stayed close to home. (laughs) Surprise, (laughs) surprise. I was run director at Shell Harbour. There we are, first Mm -hmm. one of the night. Park run for the morning. I was looking forward to the celebration I mentioned on last week's pod to celebrate our tail walker and our milestoner Sue King achieving her 250. And to a bit of a frond, I think the the crew kind of all assembled uh, from near and some from slightly afar to come and spend the morning. So that, that was a particular highlight. So to have some good company who stuck around for brunch afterwards and I did actually manage to make it to brunch, uh, not just I, in fact. I made it to brunch with mum and with Hannah who had done the park run. She, she notched up her 47th park run and her boyfriend James who had volunteered as photographer for his first volunteer stint and Zali and Ava, who didn't actually come to Parkrun, they just came to brunch. So um, I think I need to address that. <laughs> uh, not sure I'm enforcing the right behaviours there, but nonetheless, it was it was a nice time. <laughs> well played, Zali and Ava. <laughs> <laughs> and I should say, there was caramilk. So thank you, Sue. Now, Ollie, is Sue Keen the person that was in the high five photo from Palm 18? That's exactly right. Yes. yes. 
Yes. So in the cookbook on every Saturday, uh, I've forgotten the page reference, but if you <laughs> if you look at that wonderful picture on the beach at Killalee there on the farm beach, yes, you will see our beloved podcast host Mel high-fiving volunteer Sue at Palm 18. Excellent. So how about I that? I thought that was Sue. Congratulations yeah. on your 250, Sue. And let's congratulate also our PB achiever, Sam, who absolutely smashed her PB with support crew, Beck and Luke, cheering her on on either side of her as she made her way around the course. Blitzed it. The office lady. That's right. So it was a nice morning, but, yeah, so I was going to say, look, the highlight for me was also uh, the warming tribute to one of our Shell Harbour family and uh, naturally it's our community that steps up and, and um, semerates. <laughs> Dear me, that's a cross between celebrates and commemorates. Wow. Um, yeah, <laughs> celebrates. We can invent no. new words, Ollie. It's fine. I've, I've heard that, yeah. <laughs> but commemorates commemorates and, and celebrates the contribution of, of those that are special. And uh, we had a park runner who had been with us at Shell Harbour for 125 park runs, and we were very fortunate that some of the family and friends of Mr David Gill were able to come and join us for the morning, uh, many of whom had never been to park run and join us uh, for a special tribute. Uh, we wore blue, a touch of blue was the theme, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, people really outdid themselves because not only did David often wear blue, but he often wore long pants, uh, chinos or jeans, and uh, a buttoned-up collared shirt and a hat. So it is the first time I've ever ironed a shirt for parkrun. Aww. <laughs> and dare I say, many others. I saw the photo of the event. I don't know if it was the event team. It was a group of people. That was, yeah, really just the community, yes. Yeah, mm. and that was lovely. Mm. What a great tribute. Congratulations, Shell Harbour, for sending off one of your own in such a lovely yeah. way. And, look, uh, I suppose a bit of context, David had been park running with us for about five years. His health had deteriorated and he sadly passed away about a month ago. He would come up and be there most weeks, always at the back of the pack, always with a walk, always with a smile. But... I really can't do it justice. Uh, the person that could do it justice was Julie Turner, one of our adventurers and one of our, our royalty from Shell Harbour Parkrun, who wrote a touching tribute poem and, and read it out. So if only we could just have Julie read it out. In memory of our parkrun friend, David. David loved to ramble over the hills of Killalee. One day he heard of Parkrun there and came along to see. He found the Saturday morning crowd suited him just fine, never had need to worry once about his weekly time. For David was happy leading from the back of the Parkrun pack. He loved to walk and talk, always Mr Have a Chat. He'd tell us of the white-faced heron and the nesting black swan. It's amazing what you could learn from him as you walked along. David came nearly every week and soon the 50 mark was reached. Just another stroll down to that beautiful sandy beach. Before too long, he had a hundred runs under his park run belt. His presence, always a happy one, that all who knew him felt. 
Brightest of all were the mornings David chose to volunteer, encouraging everyone who passed him with a wave and a friendly cheer. Now, whenever we're at Parkrun, leading from the back of the pack, we'll remember our friend David in blue, who always loved to chat. Aww. Yeah, thank you, Julie. Uh, thank you, Julie, for that beautiful poem, and it was appreciated. So nice. Mm. And so well read. It's Julie that can do it justice. But nonetheless, last week's episode, Mel, uh, I haven't really got any big notes on last week's episode except that Sue did add that she thoroughly enjoyed the poem, might I say. So uh, (laughs) thanks, Sue. (laughs) Uh, Is this where I admit that I haven't gone back and checked on the feedback from the posts? Oh, no, that that, that is the feedback. Uh, Look, the other thing to to mention, Joe Dinan did share a link in the comments of the podcast post on Facebook. So, again, if anyone doesn't have Facebook and would like a bit more information, this could be challenging because it's actually a Facebook link, but we'll find a way. (laughs) But uh, Joe shared a link from Umbagong District Park Run, just with a bit more information, saying read all about the amazing Graham over at Umbagong and a link to the post there about Graham. So, yeah, we heard last week about Graham. He was in the feature post there with Michael and... Yeah, I think it's it's some well-deserved credit he's getting. So uh, check out that link if you haven't already and let us know if you do need a bit of help. I'm actually feeling a bit guilty because when I was at Umbagong, I did feel like I should have interviewed Graham. Um, I do regret that's an opportunity lost, but if one of our adventurers gets back mm. there in the future they can perhaps uh, take up that challenge and have a chat to Graham and make up for what I didn't do. Always opportunities, Mel. Hmm. So that's a good suggestion. Hopefully we will hear from Graham one day. Or we could just get the office lady to call him up. That would work too. Well, yes, that would work as well. All good options. But, Ollie, in news and discussion this week, I found a bit of an interesting tidbit Mm. from In The Stats Geek Group. Try saying that three times fast. Stats (laughs) Geek Group. Tony Martin shared a bit of news that Harris Avenue Park Run in Queensland, they had event 111 this week and they had 111 finishes in a time of one hour, 11 minutes and 33 seconds. Now, I've confirmed this, Ollie. These stats are correct. Not that I uh-huh. doubt the stats geeks. <laughs> They're pretty cool. Yeah, it's usually a risk to call the stats geeks on things, but yes. Yeah, I know. I just felt I needed to do my homework. Yes. Yeah, but how was that? So, event 111 with 111 finishes in a time of 111. 33. Oh, well, <laughs> in a little over two years, we know what we're going to be expecting there then, huh? It'll be the uh, the Richie Benno 222 event, hopefully. Oh, no. But that would be a very long parkrun morning. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, thank you, Tony, uh, for sharing that little stat of our very own Australian Queensland parkrun. And thanks for giving me permission to share it. Yeah. Uh, but that goes to me now to throw to our roving report. So we've got a couple of roving reports, three in fact, from Saturday Just Gone. So why don't we listen to those now?
Howdy Park Runners, Tock reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. I'm up at the APAC Park Run Ambassadors Conference at Kingscliff in northern New South Wales. We have an absolutely sensational group of people up here. Today we ran Kingscliff Park Run. Fair to say we probably flooded their course with ambassadors of all types. We had event ambassadors, grand ambassadors, social media ambassadors, ambassador ambassadors. I don't know. We had, we had the lot here today. It's been a really sensational day. We've heard some sensational stories today over the park run. And I'm here with Lisa Miller, who's the ABC Breakfast TV presenter, a Walkley Award winner and a park runner, even better. And you've been the MC for the weekend Lisa, how have you found the weekend so far? Oh, it's so inspiring. And just looking out at the faces of all these parkrun ambassadors and seeing them just sucking in all this information that they're getting, and you can almost hear their minds ticking over as to what they're going to do with all the information when they go back to their parkrun. So it's like, parkrunners, beware. <laughs> they are going to come back with so many fun ideas, you know, what to do with the volunteering, how to welcome first-timers. I just have absolutely loved it. It's a treat. It's a treat for me because it is a cult, isn't it? I'm sorry, parkrun is a cult. cult. Hashtag not a cult. (laughs) My friends roll their eyes at me and Michael Rowland on ABC News Breakfast, he's like, yes, yes, Lisa, we know you're in parkrun. It's like I talk about it so often. (laughs) Lisa, a bit of background. Um, You've done 93 park runs at 21 different locations. As of today, 93 today. Yep, well done. <laughs> you are a bit of a, a tourist around with the locations, which is awesome. We are the park run adventurers. We love our touristing. Can you give me a bit of a sense, apart from Albert Park, which is your home run, which are the ones that really stick out in your mind? Are there a couple in particular that have really jumped out at you? Yeah, I loved Kiwana. Kiwana was awesome because you run, you know, it's a bit of an incline, but you end up going around the lighthouse at the top. I loved it. But don't do it in... Um, when when do they do? Don't do it the when you've got to run along the beach. The beach. <laughs> oh my God, no! I do not. I do not approve of sand running. Right? If there is a course that says this changes sometimes during the year and you have to run on the beach, I am bigger, big fat. No, no. Golden Beach is nice as well. I did Golden Beach on uh, Christmas morning. I always love a Christmas morning park yep. run. I have not been able to convince any members of my family to do it with me and they don't know what they're missing out on so I always I try to do yeah. South Bank in Brisbane South Bank Christmas morning a thousand people do that 900 yeah. of them are dressed as Santa Claus <laughs> <laughs> I, whenever I turn up I think damn it I should have dressed up more <laughs> Christmas park runs are one of my favorite I've, oh, I've only done one as a particular and I've RD'd every other year oh, I love it right. it's, I love it yeah. I have done it now for four years in a row yeah. and because I would come home from overseas where I was a foreign correspondent I'd come home often to Australia at Christmas time and so it just made me feel just that little bit closer to Australia waking up on Christmas morning hot as anything sweating profusely especially in Queensland and doing a Christmas day park run. Lisa from what you're saying before about Kiwana and um, hi Mel I gather you haven't done the beaches in Newcastle? No, I have not. And you know when you call me a tourist park runner, 
I, a lot of the places I've done because I've been there for work. So it's not that, I mean, I guess that still kind of makes me a tourist park runner. But I haven't thought, oh, I need to, you know, knock off a yeah. W or an N or something. But this conference here, so many people have come up to me and said, oh, come on, you've got to come and do the ponds or you've got to come and do the park run in Hobart. So now I'm going to start having to be a real tourist. <laughs> and how good is it that you went out and found a job that lets you go to all these places no. and do park run? Well, I covered the... The, uh, the reason I did the Torrens park run in South Australia was that I was covering the South Australian state election yep. for News Breakfast. <laughs> I had to be there to broadcast on the Friday and rather than coming home Friday mm. afternoon, I thought, oh no, screw it. I'll stay for a Saturday morning park run. It's all yep. about the park it's run. It's, it's like, how can I organise my flight, my life, my job to make sure I can do yep. a park run? Yep. And so... Volunteering, what sort of volunteering have you done? And do you have a favourite role? Um, I do because I'm a scaredy cat. I was anxious about volunteering and I started as a marshal and thought, wow, people yell out, especially in the UK. Here in Australia, they'll say, thanks for volunteering. But in the UK, they'd say, thanks, marshal. Do they say thanks, marshal, at any of the park runs? More thanks you know? for volunteering. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So in the UK, yeah. it's totally, thanks, marshal, yeah. thanks, marshal. And in my head, of course, I'm thinking, my name's not marshal. <laughs> and so it used to make me laugh, right? So I loved it when they said that. Barcode scanning is my absolute favourite. When I was a teenager, my first job, part-time job, was in the town library in Gympie, and you used to stamp the cards as people were taking things in and out, and I love the organisation of something, you know, being done, like the big sort of stamp on the book, and then away it goes, and I feel like with barcode scanning, there's a bit of that, you know, I just need some more noise effects, actually, It's really the process. Phone. You need something to go ding every yes, scan. Yes, it or, needs to go, like, I need noise with Wouldn't my barcode scanning. Wouldn't it be cool if when you were scanning, if it recognised a PB and put off another oh, yes. buzzer? How good would that oh be? Oh my God, and the balloons, and then everyone <laughs> could go, we got a PB here, we got a PB. That would be great. Oh, that'd <laughs> be a great idea. I just thought of that. I like to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're, um, we're going to continue with our conference. It's been really great chatting. And oh, thanks. It's been, you've been a fantastic host this oh, week, and I've really loved you. it. Like all the ambassadors, you come to these conferences and look, after three years, everyone's a little flat. Um, we know numbers are not back, but you come to these conferences and you just go away invigorated. And, yeah. You know, it's just such a pump up and such a great thing. And I wish our event directors and everyone could come to a conference, but there's limitations. But you just come away full of energy and it's fantastic. Yeah. And is it true that you are going to wear sequins tonight for the um, special party dinner celebrating the return of Park Run all oh, around the world? I will if you do. I'll wear sequins if you do. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! All right, park runners, talk out. Cheers, guys. It's a very warm summer's day in Palo Alto, California. Bixby Park Run is two laps out and back uh, with no cover and very little breeze to speak of. But it's a lovely community. Uh, lots of people turn up, lots of tourists, as you can imagine, uh, being so close to San Francisco with people coming from Germany and England and a few like myself from Australia. Okay, I'm here with Robert at uh, Bixby Parkrun in Palo Alto, California. Um, what got you into parkrun in the first place, Robert? I lived in the UK 
I had started running mainly to get fit. A group of friends told me about eight years ago that there was this thing on a local park called Park Run. I went along to try it out, absolutely loved it. And as I saw Park Run get bigger and bigger and bigger in the UK, I changed my home run to a close one, but then I loved it. Moved to America about five years ago. There wasn't a close one to us. And then we heard that there was a group of people setting up a new park run here in Bixby. And I got involved and loved it. Oh, fantastic. No, that's wonderful because, yeah, you don't find many park runs in the US, unfortunately, I found. No. Um, I did Chrissy Fields when it was there. Which is closed down now, unfortunately. It's closed down now. And then, then, yeah, this is the closest one to San Fran. And I think that's one's like Phoenix or something. The, we're the only one in California at the moment. At the moment, I've yes, heard of a, I've heard of a number of groups that are trying to set another one up in San Francisco, but they keep getting refused permits. So, yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for your time. No uh, thank you for running this for everyone. And It's an absolute pleasure. We love doing it. It was uh, wonderful being here. Thank you very much. Thank you very Thanks much. Robert. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's Lyndall and today I am coming to you from the lands of the Camberwell people. I'm in Stanthorpe. It is a balmy, feels like temperature of minus 1.7. If you can hear that in the background, that is the heater going in the car because I'm just sitting here and kind of wondering about my life decisions in agreeing to a weekend in Stanthorpe in the middle of winter. <laughs> um, look, there's a crowd building, um, the volunteers are all decked out in their orange and their blue and white vest. I might head over, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brave it um, and head over, listen to the briefing and go for a run and I'll talk to you after that. So I just jumped out of the car and listened to a very interesting question. What was your question? Do you run in your fleecy top yes. to keep warm? And the local here said... Yes, I do. <laughs> because I'm from Brisbane and we only run in a singlet or a T-shirt. Well, I'm from Brisbane and I quite often have a long shirt on, even oh, in winter. Right. But yes, not usually a jumper. So you don't have a beanie. I've got a little buff on. But you'll run in your jumper and yeah. you do that often? Yes, I usually take the jumper off maybe about kilometre three yes. when I can feel my fingertips, when that's when I fingers. take it off. Oh, yes. Yes. You okay. carry it, you see. Oh, I tie it up, it doesn't bother me. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's, it's every day, you have to wear a jumper. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of us who are crazy enough that uh, I think one of the park runners, James, he, uh, he'll only put a jumper on if it's less than five degrees and then a beanie and gloves on if it's less than zero, but I'm not quite that crazy. It's yes. 3.5 right now, 3.5 degrees. <laughs> I just looked before I got out of the car and it was a feels like minus no. 1.7 or something. We slept, so. we slept in the car last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were in a van. Yes. Are you travelling around a yeah. little bit and are yeah. you doing a few different park yeah, runs? I am. Yes. And and where have you been and where are oh, you going next? Where, where, this is my first one away. Oh, no, yeah. I did Noosa a couple, two weeks ago. Now I'm doing Stanford. And Wondai. Well, Wondai probably next week. Yeah. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Have you done lots of touristing in the past or is this a new the, adventure? I, this is only number 12 park run for me. I've only just started and I love it. Yes. I love it. Yeah. And now you're wandering around all over the place. I love it. <laughs> yeah. What do you like I'm most? In my 70s. <laughs> This is the life. Yeah, I know. This will be me in 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Dragon. He's my driver. He just takes me wherever I want to go. <laughs> and 
And you, so, so you're not running today, sir? Uh, I'm going to walk a little bit of Yes. It. I've got to go back and you, make breakfast. Yeah, he has breakfast ready for me. Okay, well, uh, my husband won't be doing that, but my husband is also going for a little bit of a walk, so yeah. maybe you should grab him and go for a walk too, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, many happy adventures in Thank your future. You. Maybe I'll see you at another yes. park run. Are you walking today, running I will run today, yes. Well, I think I'll run if I don't freeze. Where are you? Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Brisbane as well. Right. My home park run is Bunyaville. Bunyaville, that's on the north side? Yeah, on the north side. It's a trail run. Oh. This will be my 84th different event today, oh, so I'm yeah. pretty. Well, it's I'm great to be, to be here. Like you, yes, some people I've met have done 300. I know. I haven't done that many. I haven't got enough time left on this earth to do <laughs> that many. I've done Well, you'll have to just give it your best go. Now, thank you for talking to Will. me. Now, your name is Phyllis. 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 Chantel. And Phyllis's husband is Costa. Yeah, and your name? I'm Lyndall. Hello, Lyndall. Everyone knows who I am. Uh, You (laughs) have to come to Victoria Point. We're afraid from Victoria Point. Oh, yes. And I do the the one there. Is is that Fodder Forest? I haven't done that one yet. Oh, it's lovely. I'm saving it up. And I'm so close. I cycle there. Oh, that's brilliant. 3Ks and I do the 5K run. I cycle home. Wonderful. It's great. All right. Phyllis, I do hope I see you on another adventure sometime soon. I don't know whether I'll be back to Stanthorpe. I think this is a one and done for me. <laughs> is this your first time too? No, Stanthorpe. first time in Stanthorpe, yeah, yes. Yes. Oh, well, so I might never come back, I don't know. <laughs> See how you go. It's a great place. You should come back. Yeah, I, I, oh, it's been I a lovely love time. That. The course you've got to come back and see it in summer as well. Yes, maybe that's what I should do. <laughs> Alright. I am trotting along, walking, running. Yeah. Just getting out there. <laughs> With one of the local runners, what's your name? My name, well, everybody knows me as Lick. Leg? Yeah, yeah Lick. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you're a local park runner? Yeah. How yes, I, I, yeah, I am. Started back 2018. Yep. October 20, 2018. All right. I love it. What do you love about park run? Trying to stay healthy and fit. Because I love so much and... and the lovely people that we meet here, like yourself, you know, that's what I love. Do you get a lot of visitors here at Stanthorpe? Yeah, we do. We do get a lot from all over. Yep. We've even had international runners here. Is that right? Mm. Well, you've got a beautiful town here. What would you most recommend to a visitor in Stanthorpe? Just go and visit our wineries and some of the orchards that... Got orchard uh, tourists going through them. Yeah, just our lovely surroundings, national parks and all that. That's great. Good food venues. Yeah. That's all i got it covered. Our photographer. <laughs> he's cornered us. He's caught me out yeah, interviewing right. the locals. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. And um, is there anything else that you'd like to say about parkrun and your experience that you said you wanted to stay fit and healthy? I just wish that a lot more people should get out there and do it. The best thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, you know, I've had a few problems in the past, but put them aside and keep going. Yeah, and that's yeah. what I love so much about it. And yeah. meeting lovely people, you know, yeah. the socialising side of it. Yeah. After parkrun, we're going to have coffee down the street. Well, that is excellent. Thank you so much. My pleasure. For interrupting your park run this morning to have a Thank chat you. to me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and um, 
Gee, it's foggy, isn't it? I hope yeah. I don't get lost. No, you won't. <laughs> I'll guide you through. <laughs> Good on you, Let's lady. go. Okay. All right. I have finished park run. I didn't get lost despite the fog, so that's a bonus. My day is going to be awesome, I can tell. And I'm here with Bernadette. Now, Bernadette, you've got a milestone today. Congratulations. Thank you. Thanks. And you're barcode scanning today on your 25th time volunteering. Yes, I am. And how have you found Stanthorpe Park Run? Uh, it's been really good. I wasn't a runner before I started, so I started doing it about five or six years ago. And just the community has kind of kept me going, which is good. Motivates me to get out of bed every Saturday morning or most Saturday mornings and do something, so that's been good. Excellent. And Parkland's become a bit of a magnet in the community, I understand. Yes, it has. Yeah. Sport people together. Yes, Sport absolutely. Sport people from out of town. Yeah, and lots of visitors come too, especially in winter yes. for some reason. I don't know why, because that's when I least like running here, yeah. <laughs> but it seems to bring them in. I don't know why I'm here in winter. <laughs> and so what's the best thing about Parkland for you, Bernadette? Um, I think just the supporting community and, you know, the social aspect of it. As I said, I'm not a runner, so I do run, I try to run, but I'm not good at it. But you're a park runner, I'm not good at it either. You're a park runner and that's the best kind of runner. I certainly wouldn't be running if it wasn't for park run, that's for sure. All right, I'll let you scan this barcode. Thank you for talking to me. Congratulations again. Awesome, thank you. Bye. Alrighty, guys, I have tracked down the co-event directors, Glenn and Jen. How are you both today? Great, thank you. Thanks, yep, Lindell. really well. Thanks, Lindell. Now, Jen, your run briefing this morning, I was very impressed at your mathematical knowledge. Now, there's all these challenges with Fibonacci's and primes and I don't know what else, all those number challenges. What number event is it today here at Stanthorpe? It's our 365th, which is a semi-prime centred square number. So if you're unsure of what that is, you might need to look it up. But I was hoping that it would be something that was already on the challenges, but apparently we need to make a new one. Well, you've done a lot more research than I have. All I thought was Stanthorpe's had a park run for every day of the year. Isn't that cool? (laughs) Well, that's cool too. (laughs) All right, and it's a cool morning here today. Um, we were wondering, my husband and I were wondering whether there would be anyone in singlets and shorts, and there were. What else can you tell me about Stanthorpe? Is this a general, normal winter's day for you guys out here? No, look, it's, it's pretty foggy this morning, so therefore it's a little bit warmer if, of anything, you know. Normally through winter we can get down to, like mentioned before, minus six. Generally the coldest... Uh, coolest, I shouldn't say coldest, but coolest uh, <laughs> parkrun in Queensland. We are actually the highest elevation parkrun in Queensland, so uh-huh. that's probably where the coolness comes in. So, um, yeah, it's just, just one to check off. Beautiful morning, but nice and foggy. It was a lovely morning. I've survived. I didn't take any of my layers off, though, I have to say. I'm a bit of a sook anyway. So coming, I don't know why I agreed to be here in winter, but anyway, here I am. Now, the community here... This is amazing. I thought everyone would just disappear on what I think is a cold morning, but everyone's hanging around to have a chat. It sounds like you've got a really great community here. Yeah, look, it is. It's just one of those things. It's just what we're used to. Um, even the visitors from Brisbane, which generally get a lot, um, they love normally running in the frost. There's no frost today, but uh, still cool. And, yeah, it's it's just a great community, great uh, bunch of vol- regulars that come in and, yeah, enjoy the atmosphere. So, yeah. Yep. And full volunteer rosters I saw during the week. You weren't calling out for volunteers. So generally people put their hands up and volunteer. Generally they do. It's always my aim to make sure that the roster is full for at least one more week so that we don't have to think about it during the week. 
That's fantastic. And what a great bunch. I've spoken to Bernadette, who's doing her 25th milestone. That's fantastic. Is there anything else that you'd like to say? I haven't done a course description, actually. Would one of you like to describe the course? Well, look, it's nice and flat. There's no hills <laughs> for a start. Um, flat and fast, usually. We're grateful in, in our local council for providing you know, a nice sort of flat running track yep. for us, a uh, concreted area. Yeah, it's just virtually two loops around our beautiful parklands down here and second time come back to the virtually the gazebo. So, uh, yeah, it's quick, fast, flat um, and fun. Yep, and there were posts along the way with your kilometre markers, so obviously that you've had great yeah. support from the council here. Yeah, good support from council. That, that was something Jen and I had in the pipelines for the first few years, and, yeah, they were lucky enough to, to come to the party and help us with that and, and gazebos and so forth. So, yeah, the, the local council's been fantastic. Excellent. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit. Do you guys do any adventuring away from Stanthorpe? Have you done any other park runs away from home? I've done heaps. Excellent, Jen. Over to you. Now is your time to shine. You keep saying, but you keep pointing to Glenn whenever I ask a question, so it's over to you. Can you give me some highlights from your adventuring? Maybe a top three events that aren't Stanthorpe or a story about a really special time when you've adventured away to a park run? That is really putting me on the spot. <laughs> I meet up with my sister and another friend every so often and we park run somewhere a little bit different. We're meeting up next weekend to get our E for the Alphabet Challenge, oh, so yes. we'll be at Echo Ripley. The furthest we've been as a group is Gels down in Melbourne. For uh, your J. For our J. <laughs> but I need more time to think about memorable ones. Yeah. I really like Kelvin Grove in the middle yeah. of Brisbane. Yeah. Flat, out and back, friendly. Yeah. It's great surprisingly flat at Kelvin Grove. Being a Brisbane local, Kelvin Grove is full of hills. And so they found a really nice flat track along there. The river there, hey. They certainly did. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And because we're so far from the sea, I do quite like park runs that you can look out at the ocean too. So I think Bagara is quite nice like that. Great. Well, see, there you go. You've done it. That wasn't that hard. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, guys, for having me here today. Thank you for everything that you have done for the Stanthorpe community and the Park Run community. Clearly, it's a winner. So well done, you. And um, hopefully I'll see you another time on an adventure. No worries. Thanks, Lyndall. Yeah, thanks for visiting. Thank you for coming. Alrighty, that is it. That's a wrap from me from Stanthorpe Park Run. What a great community. What an excellent run. I tell you what, it is time for a hot coffee and maybe some eggs on toast. That's it. Blindle checking out Stanthorpe Park Run for the Channel 5 News crew on the Park Run Adventurers. Thank you very much to our roving reporters this week. As we said, we're a bit of the excitement and fun from Toc. Thank you very much, Toc, and catching up with Lisa Miller, a very recognisable park runner up at Kingscliff Park Run this weekend, as well as David Bravos popping up on the other side of the globe over at Bixby there. So uh, thank you very much, David, for reporting in, in your travels. And to Lyndall from uh, Stanthorpe Park Run. Yes, very good to hear. Funny, Ollie, that Lisa loved Kiwana, mm. the home park run of Mel Urbacker. That's right, that's right. A particularly nice one, only been a freedom run for me so far. Not sure I how I feel about Lisa's comments on running on sand, but nonetheless... <laughs> <laughs> 
different strokes for different folks. Yeah, it is tough to run on sand, though. It isn't is. It, it we is absolutely. Lisa. We know yeah. that because yes. we've run at the beaches. That's certainly high on the list for anyone that does like their sand running. Mm. But we've also heard from some other park runners this weekend. Mel, we've got some mail. You've got mail. We do, Ollie. We heard from Richard. Now, Richard is currently touring the world, not jealous at all. Uh, (laughs) Richard's over in Canada at the moment and he said, Hi, Mel and Ollie. Just answering to my comment about coffee in North America. Most people here agree that the percolated or, as it's called here, drip coffee isn't the best. Asking for an espresso-based coffee such as a latte or cappuccino usually results in coffee from an automatic machine like those at a 7-Eleven. Proper coffee is becoming more popular and cafes with a real machine and a trained barista aren't rare. You just have to look. Well, here in Toronto anyway, luckily there is one such cafe just downstairs from my sister's apartment. Again, here it's just called a condo. If I upset any of our North American community, I'm sorry. It wasn't my intent and I know they're too nice to throw a fellow park runner out of the country. Richard. Now, Richard, we are so sure that you haven't upset anybody in the parkrun world. I'm pretty sure that everybody just knew you were having a bit of a lighthearted joke about the coffee in the USA. That's quite right. But thank you for uh, following it up uh, the thought is appreciated and uh, it, it is reassuring as uh, a coffee snob myself <laughs> it is reassuring to hear of some barista coffees out there ollie i don't think you need to worry about being coffee snob i come from melbourne where our coffee True. yes is noted to be pretty good i mm. Don't Mm. think that's a stretch to say. And I don't class myself as a coffee snob until I did have my first international (laughs) trip and discovered how hard it was to find nice coffee when you're overseas. So I guess you don't really realise until you are faced with the um, dilemma of finding good coffee. That's right. You relish the experience. You take the opportunities uh, to enjoy the other highlights of wherever you are and appreciate the fact that it's maybe not the same everywhere and that's what makes this world wonderful for sure. Exactly. And, like, here we are in the capital of the good coffee in Melbourne, (laughs) not realising what we have to um, be grateful for is coffee. Yes, that's right. So tourists, just so you know, in Victoria, the greatest state is where the greatest coffee (laughs) is, just so you know. Moving swiftly along. We also heard from Brett Bailey following up from a discussion as well where we referred to City to Surf as the mullet run, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) Why was it the mullet run, Mel? Because the party's at the back. (laughs) So Brett said, hi, team. Just to confirm, mullets are well spread out throughout New Zealand as well, particularly prevalent in the rugby fraternity and teenage boy department. Several prominent All Blacks rock some pretty impressive mullets too. Must admit, I had a bit of a mullet back in the 80s as well. Cheers, Brett Bailey. Ollie, I think you need to grow a mullet. (laughs) It's not going to happen, I'm sorry. No disrespect, Brett, and everyone else with (laughs) mullets out there. Oh, I think the beard has been a stretch. <laughs> Enough. 
adventurers, we need to get a movement to encourage Ollie to grow a mullet. Well, I'm not. I'm not one for bribery. If I could raise five thousand dollars for my run up uh, point to pinnacle, then uh, sure, I'd run with a mullet. But that's not going to happen. Ollie, excellent. Yes. It wouldn't grow in time, Mel. Sadly. Uh. <laughs> Don't be a defeatist. Uh. Oh, okay, you could grow one in time for palm. <laughs> Yeah, not quite the same intent. <laughs> Kathy, block your ears. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. This is dangerous territory. My husband has just decided to regrow his chopper moustache. Oh, wonderful. Nice work, Paul. I know. It's back. Excellent. He totally should be doing it for charity. Now I've just realised. <laughs> That's all right. There's still time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same goes for you. You can use this to your advantage, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need to tread carefully there. You're, you're just you, not on board, are you? Um, no. Not entirely. Not entirely. <laughs> yeah, the mullet, the mullet phase skipped me, unfortunately. Yeah, or fortunately for some. But once again, moving swiftly along, at Dazza's this week, Dazza said, it's World Honeybee Day. Did honey make an appearance in your pre- or post-parkrun breakfast? Come in and tell us all about it. And first up, we had Tony O'Connell. Toc, with the most likes, and Toc said, feeling awesome at the parkrun conference. Big coffee, please. And Toc had an absolutely fabulous photo of some festively ugly zoomies, which were Toc, Jackie, Janet, Ellison and the Ideas Man. And they, as we'll find out later, just a snippet of quite a frond there. There was. There was many more adventurers there. And, yes, we will list them all soon. That's right. But, Mel, we also heard from Sarah D, who was touristing, I believe, who shared us the post saying rainbow at Port Arlington Park Run. And the photo shared was beautiful over the coastline with a big rainbow there covering a, a nice big section of the sky. And Alison King came to us with a frond. There was a swarm of uglies at Kingscliff today. I was tailwalker and had a sweet, sweet time with Janet Reed. Here's a pic of me with a sausage dog I found on course and photo of Alison in orange with the dog of sausage. Roberta Winters. I uh, was touristing once again, but notched up a bit of an achievement and said, no honey for me either today as I tripped around to Umbergong Park Run to get my alphabet U and regain my ACT statespersonship. Also knocked another position and stopwatch bingo off my list. And with the B emojis, I don't know whether to say bzzz or not, but <laughs> I've gone and said it now. But Roberta did share a photo of herself with the selfie frame. Well done. Ambergong's getting a lot of love. It is. Steve's bike was back this week mm. and said, I was busy doing an ollie today. Home sweet home. <laughs> And you can work that out for yourself, adventurers. <laughs> These things shouldn't stump me, but, yeah, nonetheless. Oh, really? Heather Hunter, also with an achievement. No honey for me, but I had the sweetest moment when I finally, after six attempts over three years, managed to get to Zilmere Park Run on a day they weren't cancelled. This required going AWOL from a conference and a 1.5-hour drive each way from the conference venue in a borrowed car. My alphabet is now complete. Heather celebrated 
with a photo in a Zilmere selfie frame. I did hear about a conference person who made the trip to Zilmere. Mm. <laughs> Team Heather, that's mm. what I say. I would have done that too. <laughs> and a newbie this week, Margaret Love. In relation to the honey question, who said yes on my porridge this morning before volunteering at Foster, New South Wales. Now, someone who was back on the parkrun course, Greg Garner, said, I was buzzing after doing my first (laughs) parkrun in nearly three months this morning at Stones Corner Parkrun. P.S. It might have also been after the storm beat the Broncos last night. Brendan Peel, Jody Maisie. I think they were tagged, but just for effect, I'll read it out too. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and Greg <laughs> showed a photo of himself back on course, flying out there. He's cheeky, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I could also mention the Pies had a one-point win yesterday over Carlton. It was a bit exciting. Go Collingwood! <laughs> and we heard from Kelly Smale, who was a volley this week, coming to us from South Australia. No honey for us, but we had a family volunteer morning at Stebbenheath Park Run. My son did the first time as briefing. My husband was the timekeeper and I was tailwalker. We love spending our Saturday mornings with the little park run community at Stebbenheath. Kelly sent us a lovely photo of herself and the family in bright orange volley vests. And we shared that photo this week in our Consolidated Club report. We did. Thank you, Kelly. We also heard from Helen Rutter over in the UK who said, Hi, Dazza. We went to the Not Flat Flats Lane, my fifth visit. The cafe is more of a tuck shop, so I had a white magnum and a cup of tea. It was my son's 50th park run. It took him only seven years to get there. And Helen shared a photo of them with the park run sign, plus a shot of a special barcode wristband to mark the milestone. So congratulations to him. We also heard from Yvette Turner. A newbie to Dazzers who said, no honey today, but it was sweet to reach my quarter cow running the beautiful undulating hills of Umbagong District Park Run. Also regaining my statesmanship award after completing the newest park run in the ACT and got a U for my park run alphabet. And Yvette shared a photo of herself with the selfie frame. Congratulations, more love coming from Umbagong, Ollie. That's right. Great work. You have to get there. <laughs> On the list, absolutely. But someone who had had a bit of touristing in the UK, Andrew Turner, who said, no honey but wonderful to run with my sister and nephew at Upton Court with views of Windsor Castle. And Andrew showed some photos, uh, firstly a flag selfie plus a shot of the view of the castle. Wow. It's great to see you over there, Andrew. And Ollie, I'm so jealous of all these adventurers who are touristing overseas at the moment. Yes. Give you ideas, Mel? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Gonna start planning. (laughs) But coming to us from USA slash Canada, we heard from Richard who said, another late check-in for me, this time from Meadowvale Park Run in, oh, Ollie, why did you give me this one? Mississippi. What? What What even is that? Is it Mississauga? I don't know. I've never even heard this place before. Oh, Richard. 
Okay, it's in Ontario. Anyway, it's an undulating three-lap course around a purpose-built lake for the local community. And Richard sent a lake photo plus a photo of Moo Moo or Milkshake, we don't know who, with the selfie frame. Thank you, everyone, for popping into Dazz's. Uh, we had you know, quite a lot of people popping through once again. So if you haven't seen the photos and you are on Facebook, be sure to check them out in our album. But it's time to award an Obi-Mel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you do that. Okay. It's your turn. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I've got it here. It's, sorry, under all the caramel. Um, okay, here we are. The Obi goes to... Really? Really? Oh, well done, Tok. <laughs> what does Tok get it for, Ollie? Tok gets it for really just being a part of the fun, as well as something that we failed to miss, which was a pretty snazzy time as well, a finish time that uh, he didn't mention in his report. Oh, he did. He absolutely got a pretty good PB. I don't know if it was an all-over PB. I believe he was paced by parkrun adventurer Will, Will Barlow. Yes. Newest parkrun adventurer member, mm, if we mm. could say that. Yeah, well done <laughs> to all of everybody. And, yeah, congratulations, Tony. Yay. Yes. And uh, I've just done the research. All-time PB. I thought it was. Yes. Uh, look, it's very hard to scroll down through that long list of park runs to, uh, to find that fastest time. But, uh, yeah, confirmed it. So, yes, a great park run weekend. Thank you, everyone, as we said, for popping in to Dazza's to celebrate. Absolutely. And now it's time to listen to our informant and see what stats we've got this week. Coming to you live from level two with a view. And this way too. Well, it's the old man rugged up in the corner, complaining about the cold front. I don't know. See if you can pull your beige pants up a little higher. I digress. These are unofficial stats. They are only current at the time they are collected, and maybe yada yada. This week, there were 451 runs held down under. Up three on last week, 418 in Australia and 33 in New Zealand. This is out of 1,766 worldwide. Aussie New Zealand attendance was 37,091, up 4,000 on last week. That's out of 203,000 worldwide. There was one event launch in the UK. Down under, we had 4,608 PBs, while 1,527 people Participated for the first time. 88 juniors reached the Junior 10 milestone. 148 people reached their 50 milestone. 105 reached their 100 milestone. And 25 people reached their 250 milestone. 21 people called bingo. Steve Rossiter was quickest on 176 runs. While Jason Gearing was slowest on 379 runs. There were 12 new states people. Melanie Holmes, Brett Mosley, Jared and Lisa Smith in the ACT, Jenny Spain and Emily Jennings in the Northern Territory, Samantha Joe Leonard in Queensland, 
David Evers, Mark and April Sweet in South Australia, Michael Palmier and Tony Lane in Western Australia. In the top 20 most Aussie New Zealand events list, there was a bit of jiggling. Jim Woodruff moves up 1 to 8, Kathleen Wellington moved up 1 to 10th, and Tony Jennings moved up 1 to 15th. Overall, in the biggest movers, there were four parkies who jumped up nine places. Helen Davis, Frank Finn, Bronwyn Bell and Joanne Blackburn. 77 people lifted their window. The biggest mover is Simon Nash, who moves up a whopping 45 to 127. In the Adventurer Challenges, we have no Peel Club inductees. Joanne Blackburn and Amanda O'Reilly ran their 100th event to join the Cow Club, and 14 people joined the Half Cows. Due to popular demand, I've spiced up the Eye Index. The spreadsheet is so revamped, it can be renamed the Intern Index. The biggest mover this week is Nathan Castle, who lifts his index from 3 to 7 after filling in the gap running at St Peter's. If you would like to see the Intern Index and all of these stats in full, you can download them from theinformant.me. That's www.theinformant.me. Or look for The Informant on Facebook. This is The Informant, and my spreadsheet is more revamped than yours. And thank you very much to our informant once again, bringing us all the updates and the stats from the weekend. Uh, but let's keep it going. Mel, Consolidated Club Report. Yes, Ollie. Uh, we had a total of 274 members, of which 221 took part on this date at 114 different locations. <laughs> You can go over to our social media to see our Consolidated Club report on our Facebook page. However, our largest frond this week was at Kingscliff, the Parkrun Ambassador Conference. So we had a great representation out there, Ollie. Sure did. It was a big one. It was. There was 18 adventurers. We had Tony and Jackie O'Connell, Jeff Whiffen, Simon Mackley, Nadine Crawford, Amanda O'Reilly, Charlie and Paul Butler, Kate Corner, Michelle DeZago, Bruce the Ideas Man Purdy, Rio Lambino, Greta Wilkinson, Alicia Hopper, Anne Fry, Emma Nicholson, Alison King, and Janet Reed. And Will. <laughs> and Will, who technically didn't make the Consolidated <laughs> Club report because of time of signing up. I do believe that Will might have had some people checking in <laughs> with him as to if he had come on board. I'm sorry about that, Will. Sorry if you had peer pressure. But we hope it enriches your parkrun experience all the more. <laughs> and thank you for joining the club. Largest frond, we don't know. Uh, I believe there were six at my home parkrun. Oh, well done. But there were a few parkruns with uh, healthy doses of volunteers. So thank you to our volunteers out there. And, uh, yes, we, we did have some other sizable fronds out there. Yes, 11 at the Voldemort parkrun. I do believe, and seven at Umbagong. Yeah, very popular. So Umbagong is a very popular park run lately. It is. But they, look, there's more coming up. We we are aware of a certain, I was going to call that a little run, but that's, that's a little disrespectful. It's a big run. It's a very <laughs> big run. Comrades, 
is wow. happening. It is happening. If you're listening to this a little later than the you know, release date, it's potentially already happened or <gasps> happening. It does what? go for a little while. When does it happen? I believe it's it's next weekend, as in next weekend from when we're recording this. It's very, very soon. And we know some people taking part in that. Yeah, I'm sure that there are people that we're going to miss too, but uh, – Look, all the best to our adventurer, Monty Slade. Absolutely. Monty, yes. He is going over to partake in Comrades, so we wish you all the best. Yes. He's coming from the UK to South Africa, but we have another Aussie, don't we, Ollie? <laughs> we do. Yes. One of the Shell Harbour Parkrun event team. Oh, of course. Ralph Matheson. <laughs> yes, he's headed over to South Africa Wednesday for his first comrade since 2019, and Ralph's gunning for a seven-and-a-half-hour goal. He's actually done it two times before, Mel. Once was sub-10 and uh, once, I should say, was just over 10. Um, Karen has mentioned that she mostly hopes, as always, uh, Ralph will just make it back alive given his 10 tendency, I, I suspect, to give it his all during any <laughs> runs. But importantly, we'd also like to Ralph uh, a happy park run day when he hopefully makes it out to Piggly Wiggly Park Run, which is part of the goal. Oh, how awesome, Piggly Wiggly. Yes. But, Ollie, wouldn't it be great if we could get Ralph to get a selfie with Monty. Oh, it would be great. Guys, <laughs> I know there's like 100 billion people at Comrades, mm. but please could you find each other and have a selfie? Forget those time goals. Forget <laughs> yeah, finishing. Yeah, yeah. We want the selfie. Yeah. <laughs> that would great. be amazing. We'll see. Okay. Moving swiftly along. <laughs> what else is coming up? What else is coming up is Streaky September. And, um, well, look, we have a bingo card. It's in the pipeline. It is coming. We promise it's coming. We've totally prepared it. It's not still needing to be done or anything, but <laughs> there, there might be an opportunity to, to still provide some input. But importantly, Streaky September, which we've mentioned on the pod, our long-time listeners will be familiar with it, but we may have some new listeners or we may have some people that still want a bit of a refresher and we are going to enlist some help of one of the best ambassadors of Streaky September we can, Pippa White, to tell us a bit about it. Hi, it's Pippa from the UK. I got so excited when I heard Mel and Ollie talk about Streaky September last week. So here are some hints and tips from one of the group who's been there a little bit longer than some, not quite as long as others. Streaky September is a really relaxed, get ready for spring and summer in the Southern Hemisphere. Or for us uh, who've joined from the Northern Hemisphere, get ready for autumn and winter. It's a daily two kilometre walk or run or around 30 minutes swimming or cycling if that's your preferred exercise. Once you've completed the exercise, come and tell us in the Facebook group and we'll be your friendly marshals cheering you on, uh, commiserating if it hasn't gone to plan and celebrating when you've done something different or new. Post along with some pictures if you can, cheer up those who are looking forward to a bit more spring and you've got it early or those who are going into autumn would like to see some sunshine still. One of the things we're going to ask you to consider quite early on is to find your streak saver. That is your two kilometre activity 
walk or run loop out or back so that on a day where it isn't going so great, then you can actually just get out and do it. Anyway, I'm really excited. I can't wait for the bingo card. I'm really looking forward to getting out and streaking with some new people. Happy streaking. And thank you, Pippa. That's great to have some awesome tips about Streaky September, which we are all looking forward to. We are. I have, in fact, signed up for September. Work was promoting it once again, so I thought it has to be. So I'm on board. I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad you're on board. I am actually on a streak, Ollie. Oh, you're still going. Yes. I should have asked about this. Yeah, I know. So I've got a heads up on Streaky September. Mm. I'm on day 28 or something today. Wow. Today being, what is today? The 22nd of August. So I've got a good head start on Streaky September. You absolutely do. And I'm going to out myself. You'll pick it up in the edit, I'm sure. Find me for timing. I've written myself a note for next week to ask how your streak is going because that's impressive Mel that's impressive <laughs> thank you I know I'm trying really hard so today I will admit was a day where I went out and just did a streak saver which Pippa I think is the person that has previously yes. advised us on streak saving which is just having a 2k loop that you can just do as a, a default to maintain your streak yes take the thinking out of it yeah yep yeah, and I did that yeah. today. But where will you be taking your streak next parkrun day? Well, next parkrun day, I am back off to Puckapunyal. Aha. Excellent. Heading back out to Pucka with a couple of parkrun adventurer friends and looking forward to that very much. Love going out there, love going back to the trails at Pucka, but what about you, Ollie? I am looking forward to slowly ticking up my event count a little further to event number 40. And at this stage, it's planned for Willoughby. Wow. I'll be away for the weekend. So staying up in the sort of northern Sydney area. And it was either Willoughby or Galston. And I think Willoughby's going to fit the timing a bit better. I'm impressed. You're touring. I am touring. That's right. So I'm looking forward to that. I've been there on the longest run once, but never for a real life park run day. That's awesome. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to hearing about the recap of that next week. Thank you. So I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you very much. Family on the road, but I think if anyone, maybe just mum will join me. We'll see. (laughs) Well, look, I think that's been a relatively big episode. Once again, fitting being episode 299, I suppose. Hang on. Aren't you supposed to be doing something at the end of this episode? We haven't really discussed this yet. You've been avoiding the topic. Well, I've made some subtle references to a certain former episode, uh, which we discussed in the intro, episode 99, which I think really came about because, let's face it, we all wanted to hear it when our our beloved host of the Parkrun Adventures, Scotty, treated us to 99 red balloons or, of course, the German version, uh, which I won't attempt. But I recall that he made the reference to it having been a, a pleasant surprise. Is that the right term, Mel? That the pod had carried on from maybe some of the early discussion in some of the early episodes. And yeah, he stepped up to the plate with a beautiful rendition. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're big shoes to fill. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm trying to figure out where you're going with this, but you you have something to offer us. Is is that what you're saying? Oh, uh, look, I, I will be attempting a song. Woo-hoo. I look forward to disappointing you all. Um, <laughs> I have appreciated all of the song suggestions. I've taken up none of them, uh, and I do apologise for that. And, and uh, sad to say it's also not a duet. So now I've disappointed you all. Yeah, You can just wait and see. <laughs> I'm very glad it's not a duet. I'm off the hook. Well, it could have been a duet with someone else too, but. Oh, ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But nonetheless, this is a song that I do like to run and sing to. However, I don't think I've ever really sung the words very well. So uh, there we are. Yeah, you'll know why very soon. We are all looking forward to listening, Ollie. Thank you. Thank you very much. But as always, you can contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventures at gmail.com. That's it for another week, and we will see you all next week for more adventures. It is my turn now. It is going to be a Eurovision song. It's not necessarily one of the ones selected, so apologies, everyone. It is a different language. It's a language I don't know. It is tone deaf. (laughs) It's time for Shum. Veje noška, veže noška, dejte zemu vala, josa došku nakle nošku soro čeču pjala. Tamo lisi najus lisi sova duda duje, zaspi favu svive nošku nahevo na čuje. Zaveleća šume bave noškom, ja to bespevave veve nošku, šeo, 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 koponelečke, šeo, 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 zelene senke. Yes, but there is another bit. It is a bit faster. It's also tone deaf, but it's worth it. Veške noška, veške noška, dejte zemo vala, ja se došku nakle nošku, soro čekju pjala. Tamo lisi, ja lisi, savo duva duje, ja si spavu spive nošku, dejte bona čuje. Zava leća šube bave noškom, ja to bespevavu veže nošku, šeju, 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 konove lečke, šeju, 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 delene senke. Nomo, nomo, narobele šuma. 
Down the belly, there's no for the bully. Shayo, 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 call on us. Shayo, 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 Thanks, Ava, for helping me wrap that one up there. And aren't we all glad that's over? <laughs> but I do thank everyone for their suggestions. I hope that once your ears do stop bleeding, you have a wonderful park run day. Stay safe out there, everyone, especially from Tone Deaf podcast hosts.